0: hello world and welcome back to the morning geekdom podcast as always i am your host anthony Metulin, and today i am joined by my side piece damien and we will be discussing a film celebrating its 25th anniversary the nightmare before christmas
1: What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this?
0: There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. What is this? Haven't you
1: heard of peace on earth and goodwill toward men? No. <laughs> Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers. And the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes the nightmare before Christmas.
0: And what did Santa bring you, honey?
1: <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. Doing
0: well. Living the dream. You're going to have to fart during the podcast? I might. We had breakfast to this morning. Dude, not good either. Not good. <sighs> not good. Uh, so you're just back from Japan? Just back from Japan. How was Japan? Japan was amazing. Okay. It's a magical place. Magical place.
1: <laughs> a lot of good food. Lots of food. Yep. You went to an owl cafe? I did go to an owl cafe. How was that? It was awesome. Uh, yeah, among other things.
0: What is an owl cafe? An owl cafe
1: is basically like just a room that's got a bunch of fake trees in it. And then owls just like post it up. And you kind of like walk through and you can look at them, take pictures. You can do little little owl pets. Okay, and uh, yeah, I don't know, just kind of hang out. It's and that, that's it. That's basically, it. yeah, it's just like up close and personal with shit that you wouldn't, you know, normally see. And a squirrel, and a squirrel. Okay, and
0: yeah. a squirrel, singular squirrel, singular squirrel, just randomly in the owl cafe. Yeah, hey, you know what? Honestly, I felt like super bad for him.
1: Could you imagine being like no. prey? <laughs> inside of a room full of predators no 24 7 on high alert puckered butthole right that's how i feel most of the time so
0: i was able to empathize just in life yeah okay just scared (laughs) i'm just a little dude okay uh you went to disneyland disney what is it called tokyo disney tokyo disney how was that that was cool
1: um there were some rides that were like just straight up carbon copy, like exactly the same okay. as uh, as here in, in Disneyland in English or in Japanese? no 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 that was that actually made it better like the, the actual rides were carbon copies so right. I think Pirates is exactly the same um, I felt like um, Space Mountain was was the same thing okay um, there was something else that I remember oh Mansion okay. kind of Mansion was like basically exactly the same thing. Hmm. Um but but in Japanese and so pirates you're in like, Japanese is amazing. <laughs> okay They're like legit terrifying. yeah this is you're like first starting the ride after you like go through the bayou after the, right before the first drop the uh, the first like skull and crossbones that talk that's talking is like this <laughs> Japanese like super raspy voice that's a pirate legit terrifying. <laughs> okay All right, get a chiro. It didn't have a churro, man. There's like only one churro place on the line, it's, it's Gangbusters. It's just, you gotta get those, you gotta get those churros.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anything else that was cool?
1: I mean, everything was cool. We could do a whole pot on this, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, super highlights, amazing food, awesome people, cool stuff. Um, went to the sumo, uh, like the finals <laughs> okay. that was going on in okay. Fukuoka. That
0: was crazy. Um, just dudes in like a thong. Yeah. Pushing each other around.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. a, lot of, a lot of ceremony, yeah. a lot of kind of tradition, Japanese people that are normally uh, otherwise very reserved and quiet and just small. going hammer time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, bullet train? Lots of bullet trains. How is that?
1: Terrifying at 200 miles an hour? It, no, honestly, man, they do such a crazy job with, with like the engineering of the whole thing. Like, yeah. It doesn't actually ever feel like you're accelerating or decelerating. You just like look out the window and shit's going by super fast. Super fast. You got to see your daughter? No, I got no daughter for the record. Uh, I know that's the rumor that I got
0: the chitlins in Japan, but I got no daughter. I don't know. If I did,
1: her name would be Mizuki. Mizuki,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't know. Two years in a row, I mean, I'm not a mathematician. Right. It seems like, you know, maybe you had a baby or, you know, conceived a baby a couple years ago. And then this year, you know, you had to go see said baby. Yeah. But okay. The aforementioned baby. The aforementioned baby. Right. Because you're planning on going next year, too. Yeah, I'd like to go next year. Man. You sure? Yeah. Mizuki? Yeah. Tell Maybe. her Uncle Anthony said hi. We'll do. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about Nightmare Before Christmas, man. Super, super pumped. Love this movie. Um Let's do the synopsis. Okay. It's always you know, I, I say it every time, it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. This one's awful. Is it? It's bad. I haven't I've never read it. Let's do it. Jack Skellington, king of Halloween Town, discovers Christmas Town, but he attempts to bring Christmas to his home, causing confusion. It's pretty bad, man. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't I don't even I don't even understand. I just read it and I don't understand it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's awful. It's awful.
1: I mean, it's I don't know. It's I guess it's like parts of it. It's it's very like literal, direct like kind of summary of like a kind of like some of it.
0: It's one sentence that confuses me. Yeah. I mean,
1: it doesn't take much to confuse. Accurate,
0: you. but I mean, it's Jackson not good. Clinton, king of Halloween Town discovers Christmas Town, but his attempts to bring Christmas to his home causes confusion. Mm. Do they recall him the King of Halloween
1: Town, or is it just yeah. the, the Pumpkin, pumpkin king. king? Yeah, Pumpkin King.
0: Okay. I guess it's implied that he's the, right. the king. I mean, the he's king. the Pumpkin King. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> so. As I mentioned in the intro, uh, came out in 1993, so it is the 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember when's the first time you saw this movie? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I must have been,
1: I must have been pretty young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you when I first saw
0: it. I know that it's been like countless times that I've seen it. Okay. I remember uh, in '94. I so my 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 grandparents on my mother's side used to always they were retired. They used to always go to Disney World for like six months a year. They would. Take the RV, drive from Arizona to Florida, and they would literally stay at the at the campground hmm. for like months at a time, and go to Disney World, um, which I always thought was fucked up because they'd never take any of the grandkids. They were just like YOLO, we're doing our own thing. Um, and I remember they would oh, one of the things they would always come back with is they would come back with like the OG Disney movies in like the the big the, plastic, the cases. big plastic, yeah. yeah. So, so they came back from their like most recent trip, and they had a movie called nightmare before christmas and i was like i've never heard of this you know i hadn't seen trailers for it i didn't even think it was a disney movie because at that point it wasn't under disney it was under touchstone and Mm -hmm. i remember watching it and i was like completely blown away Mm -hmm. at 14 and how like weird and dark and like creepy but still fun and the music it was just it blew me away at 14 Mm -hmm. so i remember watching it in tucson arizona at my grandpa grandparents house um all right, so the movie made $76 million in its initial run, which doesn't seem like much. In oh. theaters. What's that? In theaters. In theaters, yep. In its initial run. Uh, and it only had a budget of $18 million. Um, so I'm going to start adding this into into our podcast so you can't argue with the underrated, overrated, properly rated. Okay. Gives you a baseline. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. So that is okay. a blend between the audience and the critic score. So that'll give you, I think that'll help you with your underrated, overrated, properly rated. Okay. Right. I just don't want to argue with you anymore. All right. I mean, I feel like you do want to argue with me, but that's... Well, just... I think, exactly. Yeah. I think you might want to argue with me. Uh, who directed this movie?
1: Who directed it? Yeah. I feel like this is a trick question. It is a trick question. Yeah. Because you want to say, I want to say Tim Burton. Right. Everybody says Tim Burton. Right. But Burton it's not. Tim Burton did not direct this movie. Yeah.
0: Tim Burton created it, produced it. Wrote it, did not direct it. A yeah. Gentleman named Henry Selick uh, directed it. He's also done a uh, Coraline. He's done a handful mm. of, uh, of, of the stop animation movies. He was also an animator at Disney with Tim Burton mm. prior to this. But that's always, I think, one of the misconceptions. Is everybody thinks this is a Tim Burton directed movie. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So I mean, clearly he's heavily involved. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. he's the he's the creative force right. behind it, but yeah. he didn't direct it, right? So, uh, and then, as I mentioned, created by Tim Burton based on uh, his 1982 uh, 1982 poem he wrote uh, while working at Disney as an animator. Then it was originally going to be... It was bought by Disney, and it was ri- originally going to be like a 30-minute TV special, like the Rudolph specials and mm-hmm. like the Frosty the Snowman specials, but then turned into the movie. Uh, like I mentioned, released under Touchstone uh, because it was thought to be too dark and scary for Disney, mm-hmm. which I find odd now that it's arguably like... Do you think it's their most uh prestigious or most kind of the, their biggest animated movie franchise now uh animated movie Yeah obviously it's not Marvel it's not Star Wars those would be the the biggest Oh it's like its own franchise Yeah I'm it, it, like their own property do you think yeah. it's the most you know do you think it's the the most popular animated property that Disney owns from everything from like in the parks out of the parks they that re- comes out every single year still in theaters at christmas yeah. time they do live concerts to it um, it essentially is the the cornerstone to their like Mickey's Halloween Party and the Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah. It's got its own stores within Disneyland. Like the merchandising is crazy. They retheme a part uh, a ride after it. Yeah. Like, do you think it's their most non or their most anim- I can't even talk. Their most popular animated property. Yeah, I don't I don't know like how to quantify it. Like maybe popular is a good way to put
1: it. It's like it feels very like I don't know present like it's kind of all over like again going to your point on like the yeah. ride and then like the whole halloween event it's kind of like it feels based on mm-hmm. this thing so yeah so yeah maybe okay
0: you've been on have you you've been on the ride at disneyland right of they course do it of course. for haunted mansion do you prefer it as haunted mansion holiday or or regular haunted mansion so, so. Th- to, to give us some context for people that don't know sorry i should have should have mentioned that earlier um, in September, they essentially redo the whole haunted mansion at Disneyland, not Disney World, into as if Jack Skellington essentially crashed into the haunted mansion and decorates it for for Christmas. What his idea of Christmas is. So they really retheme the whole thing. Um, decorations are all different. The music is different. The narration is different. And they they market like both Halloween and Christmas as like this is one of the big things they do. Yeah. Um, so do you enjoy it better or not? So
1: I I have like mixed feelings on it. Obviously, I love like the IP. I really enjoy the ride at Christmas time, but I don't like it as much during Halloween because it has. It feels happier to me. Okay. And <laughs> the haunted mansion, for whatever reason, I I feel like normally just I like
0: the more kind of, you know, Disney clean version yeah. of creepy. So you, you you need to be like scared at Christmas or scared at Halloween, happy at Christmas, right? Okay, I mean, but you're kind of like a little bitch, so you don't want to scare you too much. We we talked about this in the in the not scary farm one. Listen, like you're easily scared.
1: I wouldn't. No, 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 no. I'm you not. You fear sweats. I'm not easy. Yeah, fear sweats for, for Fear sure. sweats. Yeah. Not easily scared. Crab walk. And that's because that's because I'm on high alert. Okay. I'm aware. It's because you're desensitized. Well, we're all desensitized.
0: <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> But you you prefer okay so it's kind of a split for you. Yeah. You pre- okay so I was going to ask this question later but let's I'm just going to ask just, it now because is. you just brought it up. Is this a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? It's both. Okay. I feel like Disney has made it both. Hmm. So you think Disney's made this both? I think so. Because for the longest time, I mean, it wasn't a Disney movie. Like Disney didn't promote it. It wasn't in Disney parks, nothing. So, cuz I yeah. think this movie really had a resurgence In, like, the late 90s. Yeah, I feel like it was Disney did it because
1: they push it through kind of both holidays. Okay. Through, like, the park and then
0: through, like, the merchandise and kind of all this other stuff. Don't you think it's, like, where we are as a civilization, though? Not not civilization. Sorry. as As a society? Yeah, as a society in the U.S. because, I mean, we go right from Halloween to Christmas. Like, it literally... December or November 1st Christmas you know commercials are on the TV people are putting Christmas lights out so don't you think we kind of dictated that uh, I don't this could turn into like a very different conversation well, like
1: let's have it well no I think like to, to what you're talking about is is like the whole retailers like you know society of consumers and okay. all that stuff that I think that's around just them trying to get like money out of people okay um,
0: you know as early as possible Okay, see so I have a little bit of a different way of looking at that I think sure there's some of that obviously because the commercials things like that are geared towards obviously buying things um, but like I'm down to celebrate Christmas as soon as possible actually I'm down to celebrate both Halloween and Christmas as soon as possible So Nick and I decorate for Halloween like within the house in dude like middle of September and then on November 1st, Christmas decorations are down, or uh, Halloween decorations are down in our house, and Christmas decorations are put up immediately. Yeah. Not outside because we don't want to be the people who, you know, we don't want to offend our neighbors, but like, dude, I'm putting that shit up as soon as possible. It has nothing to do with, you know, retail or anything like that. Yeah. Just because I enjoy those, both those holidays so much, I want to get like more out of it. Yeah, I enjoy Christmas more, and so I'm down
1: to like kind of start feeling Christmassy early. Mm-hmm. Um, for I think we talked about this, but for me, Halloween is like just a gateway to get to Christmas. <laughs> it's um, like it's just you have to pass it. Right. That's how I feel about Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I, think, I don't really yeah, care about
1: Thanksgiving. Is like not even on the roadmap. I feel no. like
0: no. So yeah. you like Christmas more than Halloween? Yeah,
1: for sure. Why? Um, I don't know. I think maybe just like God. I don't know. I haven't like reflected on this question i mean i like (laughs) you know i like cooler weather and for sure
0: and it's starting to get cooler in in december ish
1: yeah yep. and and so yeah i like that i like i like the am i putting you on the spot right now too yeah i like i I, now i'm having like do some reflection on this i'm like why i really like the man why
0: i really like christmas all right all right uh fair enough fair enough
1: I don't want to put you on the spot. No, I mean, I'm okay with being put on the spot. I just, I, I feel like I just like it. I like that. Just the vibe. Yeah, the vibe yeah. is good. Like people are generally a bit nicer and sure. a little bit more kind of like considerate and right. giving, which I feel like is just a thing that I wish people were more of all the time. Right. Um, especially, there, there's like a sweet spot. And it's actually, maybe there's not a sweet spot in time. It's more of just like a a maybe it's a proximity thing okay like in general people are like you know get in the holiday spirit but but you can go to again to the whole retail and shopping thing like it's a shit show going outside i was
0: gonna ask i know you love going shopping at christmas time i hate shopping
1: (laughs) i mean i hate going to like malls i don't i don't you know i don't buy shit in general yeah um but yeah going to the malls when you have to it's uh, like it's awful people are crazy
0: yeah. I mean, I, I like Christmas. I don't know which one I like better. I think it, it goes from year to year. I think I'm more towards, uh, I like Christmas better. Uh, I like the decorations. I like the music better. Um, I like the idea of Christmas and being able to give, that sounds ridiculous, but it's, you know, I like, I like buying gifts for people. Um, the weather is better. It just, like you said, everybody seems a little happier. Um, unless you're in like e-commerce or retail and then you yeah. hate these holidays, which, yeah. which I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I secretly love Black Friday as well. Um, not so secretly. Well, maybe not between you and me, but secretly, secretly to the audience okay. that's not listening. Um, but yeah, anyways, and I love Christmas movies. Yeah, like I think there's more Christmas movies that I enjoy than Halloween movies. Yeah. Yeah. All right, back on topic. Let's do it. Unless you have now gathered your your thoughts. In your no, I think ride. I think that sums it up. Is just like
1: the Christmas spirit, like. People kind of like being a little bit nicer to each other. Yeah. Well, um, what are
0: you going to do with your Japanese daughter now? Like how are you not going to see her at Christmas? She's at home with her mom. <laughs> good. That's good. Right. Good. Um, just so to as clarify. a really quick
1: side note um, about Japan. Okay. I didn't know. Uh, uh, dude, Christmas, you had me nervous. I didn't know where you were going with. No, this. it was not about. It's not about my child. Okay. Um, KFC is around Christmas time in Japan is crazy. So Wait, like. Hold on. Hold on.
0: KFC, like Kentucky Fried Chicken, Kenta- like the Colonel. The Colonel is in Japan. Yeah, for sure. Okay, proceed.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as like a quick side note, even to that, like all of the fast food places with globalization and and the like kind of right. homogenization of the world is okay. like they're they're all over there. Like, what? Any- give me an example. Give me just McDonald's. What? Okay. You know, well, Burger McDonald's King. is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like Taco fast Bell. Fast food. F- I don't think there's any Taco Bell over there,
0: huh? They're own. I mean, KFC and Taco Bell are owned by the same company. You'd think there would be.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. There's there's very little like Mexican food. I love Japan. There's right. like two places that I've seen through my couple of trips to Japan in like all of Tokyo right. that are Mexican food places. Did you go to them? No, I didn't go to them
0: because um, I'm I'm just interested. Like, who's back there cooking the food? <laughs> I don't know. It's good I, I'm, probably I'm Japanese just, like, people, huh? Probably Japanese people. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would I would imagine. Yeah. Hmm. Next time you go, you should, you should try that. Okay, I'm just interested. I want to know what Mexican food in Japan tastes like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably not
1: great. Like going it's, here and having Japanese food versus you yeah, know but, Japanese food in in
0: Japan. Yeah, but there's places here that have good Japanese. food. Yeah, we're yeah. super lucky in yeah, that. Like that you find some. Yeah, you find yeah. people who are you know who who are that's that's what they do and it's, right. it's delicious. I For don't sure. know. I don't. I can't imagine you're finding like actual Mexicans living in.
1: Uh, yeah Japan, it's, but
0: maybe yeah
1: not not really that i saw like that it seemed to be a living there yeah. but you know obviously i've, I've only been there for yeah. a cumulative like a month
0: and, and a half maybe and you're not going to mexican spots and i'm not going to mexican
1: spots okay i'm sorry anyway KFC. back on kfc yeah because yeah. I'm, I'm super intrigued by this right so around christmas time and like most of the kfc's even though it's it's you know tokyo and everything is super small yeah like outside of the kfc's there are colonel sanders statues just I think Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> like in the white suit, bolo tie. Yeah. Bolo tie? He has a, uh, he has like a, an interesting tie on. I don't know what you mean. Right. It. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a it's a southern gentleman yeah. tie. And he's just they have statues. Statues. Are yeah, like life size with them?
1: Life size statues. I have never seen anybody take photos with them. Like with not, the peace sign? Not doing the like Kauai <laughs> kinda like peace sign. Yeah. Okay. No. Um but but yeah, they do have the <laughs> statues outside and around christmas time they they dress him up to look like santa so he's got like the hat on Dude. he's like fully decked out with like like christmas time gear on, it's on amazing. the
0: statues did you go to kfc <laughs> i
1: have gone and? to kfc and it tasted like kfc here so not good no, no, it wasn't like particularly when you're there and the yeah. rest of the food is is amazing. Like
0: yeah, but I can't imagine like they have much fried like fried chicken anywhere there. Um, there's there's fried foods for sure. Right, fried foods, but like specifically fried chicken.
1: There, they they do have like they do have fried chicken. Um, there's a lot more like fried pork.
0: Okay. Um, but 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 yeah, there's yeah. plenty of fried foods because fried chicken is like a staple of America. Yeah, like that's you know if you're gonna say American food, right? Like fried chickens. One that's of pretty them. high up on the list. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yes. Yeah, get a picture next time. I, m- I might have a picture
1: for my first trip yeah. when I when I went. But but the other thing that was kind of amusing in addition to the statue, is it gets really uh, like popular and busy. What? It's like it's like a tradition to get uh, like KFC fried chicken around Christmas time. Dude, just because, so, it- yeah, yeah. So you have to actually like order your fried chicken dinners like in advance
0: because what? they because there are tons <laughs> of people who you know who who order them. So I wonder. I wonder, like, if if Japanese tourists come to America, if they're, like, in awe of how many KFCs we have here. I don't know. When's the last time you've been to a KFC in America? I don't know. Who knows how many years. Dude, I couldn't tell you. And I eat that shit. Like, I eat fast food regularly, unfortunately. And I don't know the last time I was at KFC. I'll murder some Popeyes. Yeah. But even Popeyes isn't as good as I remember it. But, dude, KFC, I couldn't tell you. Mm -mm. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was, it's been a little
1: over a year since I had it, you know, in Tokyo right. on my last trip. Right. And and I just remember going like, oh yeah, this is like this is KFC. But yeah, apparently like,
0: wow, they go hammer time for it. I mean, you'll probably blow up their faces and their heads if you take them to a uh, to a Chick Fil A. <laughs> Maybe. Dude. Yeah, super upscale yeah. KFC. Yeah. Yeah. You and you've only been to Chick Fil A like one time with me. Yeah. Ever. Yes. Which is bananas. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, oh God. I don't
1: know. It Chick-fil-A's just is amazing. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You just described it as like fried chicken and, and like biscuits or whatever. And yep. then we got it and I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's like fried chicken and a biscuit. Okay. Raising canes. Raising canes is better. Okay. Raising canes. For is sure. The cane sauce. Cane sauce. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man. Isn't there the rumor that KFC's not... They changed it to, from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC because it's not actual chicken, and they <laughs> had to take the name chicken out of their title? I don't think so. I've I mean, that, that might rumor. have been a rumor, but yeah, dude, I don't that, think the, that that's it's actually it's like, true. It's not true, but yeah, yeah, that's the rumor. Okay. That it was like actual not chicken. <laughs> like it's actually just whatever. Mystery right. meat. No, so yeah. they changed it to KFC. Yeah. Google it. Okay.
1: I'll look it up. Dude, I don't even remember where we were at. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Dude.
0: We're doing a KFC pod. We're doing a KFC and Japan <laughs> pod right now. I dig it. All right, all right. Um, that's where we were. So it was released under Touchstone, which I mentioned. It took two years to film. Okay, and a hundred and nine individual shots. I'm sorry. Did I say 109? 109,000. Okay. I was like, that's nothing. You're How's like, that's that possible? Nothing. We could do that right now. <laughs> yeah. 109,000 individual uh, frames. That's a lot. That's a crazy amount. Yeah. Crazy amount. That would explain why the movie is like only a little over an hour long. Too. Dude, it's like 76 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect timing though. Right. I was going to ask that. Is it like have the best runtime? Cause you can just throw it on and watch the and whole thing. And just bang it out real like, quick. Good. Yep. Okay. Um, 227 puppets were used during the filming. I don't know if any were injured. <laughs> i don't know i don't know (laughs) um there was going to be a 2001 sequel in cgi but tim burton said that shit ain't happening yeah that would have been not on my watch disney right yeah cgi wait till i'm dead yuck i guarantee you they'll do it eventually enough enough, enough time passes probably either he's going to lose the ip somehow yeah and it's going to become theirs and he's he's not going to have control they're going to do it is it his ip uh he he's a producer so okay. he has you know he has a, a big stake in it i okay. don't know i would have to look if disney had anything to do with like the creative side of it or mm-hmm. they were just the distribution company for it right. obviously they create they they have the ip to sell in the in, the, in parks the parks and whatnot but i don't know if it's ongoing or if it's a you know a deal or whatnot right because they could have just distributed it. you know they might not have had anything to do with actually making it Right. Does that make sense?
1: Although they must own some of it to be able to sell it in the parks and then for the whole ride. Or they license it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would imagine they own something of it, but that doesn't mean they own the creative rights to it. That's true. They might only own existing, the existing rights, not, you know, ongoing rights. Because if he was able to stomp it out, you would think that they don't have the 100% control of it. Right. Um, And then obviously my last thing I have here is that uh, they they do the Haunted Mansion holiday, which opened in 2001. Mm -hmm. They do it every year. It's this Started in 2001? Starting to, that's crazy, right? Two thousand one. Damn. Yeah, I know. It was, was when I looked it me. up, it was a lot. I tried to remember, and I can't remember any of it. Because the big thing they do is every year, the big gingerbread house is different. So you know when you're going in, and you go into, uh, they show the dining room, where all mm-hmm. the ghosts are having food, and there's the dueling ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They make a giant gingerbread house. On the table. On the table. Yeah. And it's different every year. Right. And I was like trying to actually think about what they were. Dude, I got nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Every year I'm blown away though. by it, nothing. Because it's so cool.
1: Yeah. And they do it so fast too. Yeah. The ride yeah. is
0: shut down for like a day. No, the ride shuts down for way more than a day.
1: I mean, it's really, really quick. I remember one year it being down and like back up right away.
0: Yeah. I think it's down for like two weeks.
1: Is it that short? Yeah it's short
0: or sorry, sorry that long i remember it
1: being really short I mean, for
0: the amount of work they do to it that doesn't seem like that long no because they literally every part of it's transformed yeah like they don't take out like sets right but they add everything to it like the stretching room paintings are different the facade outside is all different i mean the music's different everything yeah the narration like i said it's all different yeah and they do it pretty fast
1: the the host uh voice is mm-hmm. you're like going through the ride uh, uh, who is the voice here in on haunted mansion sorry the
0: it's not it's a narration it's is it not just narration okay, i can't yeah. remember if it was yeah. like somebody's actual voice well i don't i mean it's an actor but it's nobody from the movie okay um anyway that guy's voice um but
1: in japanese amazing <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah it's it's really good yeah i was super like just amused by all of the things that i'm aware of but mm-hmm. in in japanese like hearing
0: them in japanese so when, when you go on rides here, right? So and I'm I'm so always so interested in, interested in this because obviously we had this conversation. I'm not as cultured as you. That's I haven't true. traveled out of the country as much as you or at all, besides Mexico and Canada. But just, I don't know if that really counts. <laughs> it's all America. Yeah. <laughs> um. So when you go on a ride here, for instance, you go on Big Thunder Mountain mm-hmm. and they do the you know seat belts and whatnot in English. Then they'll usually do it in Spanish, and I, they'll usually do it in I don't know if it's Japanese. Mandarin, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Do they do that in Japan? Like do I, they have English?
1: Yeah, I don't remember hearing okay. it actually. I, I do remember hearing it in I think Mandarin. Okay. Um but which makes sense. Yeah, it's obviously a lot closer. I don't yeah. remember hearing any English instructions.
0: When you went, is it predominantly um Japanese yeah. people? Or are there a lot of tourists or, or no?
1: Yeah. There there definitely are tourists. There's a lot of Chinese tourists and so it's I would say it's it's It was mostly in, you know, anecdotally, in my experience, it was mostly Japanese folks Mm -hmm. with like secondarily seeming to be, um, you know, coming from somewhere in China. Right. And then there's like a small number of tourists from like Australia, um, Europe, and then the States. But those are like much, much fewer. Like if you see another like Westerner, it's actually like kind of
0: rare. Do you give them like a high five? No, I would try and steer clear. Do you like yell at them? Yeah. Like, make, yeah. Them feel at, make, make them feel at home? Yeah. No. Yeah. You should make you fun of them for being foreigners. Right. Like they would if they were here. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Americans. You should definitely yell at them. Okay. Make them feel better. i remember that for next time when yeah. I go see Mizuki. Yeah. You don't want to teach her that, though. No. You want to teach her to be open to everybody. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Little Mizuki. Yeah. Mizuki? Mizuki. Pazuki? With a Z. Like BJs? Not Pazuki. Mizuki. What do you call her? Mimi? Mimi. Okay. <laughs> Again. Doesn't really have a daughter that I know of, um, but yeah. If you see her, tell her Uncle Anthony said hi. <laughs> All right, dude. You want to get in the categories? You got anything else you want to talk about first? Any uh, other tidbits about the movie that you saw in your research?
1: Um, no, I feel like we can just kind of like get into it, For and sure. then if there's other stuff that I have, we can we can chat about it. It's yeah, great. I got
0: theories. So. Ooh, theories. Yeah, a couple fan theories. We can get into them to him as we go. Okay. All right. We're gonna start with the most watchable scene, like we do every time. Um, so I had actually. Before we start, actually, a little caveat to all this. I had a bit of a hard time watching this movie and and breaking it down into categories. Because it's not the traditional best line, best scene. Like It really is only, it, again, it's 76 minutes. It's short. It kind of all runs together. Yeah. So it was hard for me to be like, okay, this is the best, this is the best. For me, it, it's much easier to tell you like, what's my favorite song that make sense yeah i had the exact same thing yeah. going through yeah it's like a, it's difficult to break it apart right so as much as i love this movie i had probably the hardest time with this list in general what's all the categories for this movie mm-hmm. okay but i guess that's the fun part of it yeah all right most watchable scene so i have the opening scene this is halloween i'm gonna i'm gonna a lot of these are gonna be i'm gonna title them based on the music that's playing mm-hmm. uh, this is halloween so it's the introduction to uh halloween town all the characters for the most part, and just kind of, it, it gives you kind of a, a an idea of like what Halloween Town's about. Yeah. Um, then you have Christmas Town. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, what is this? Or what's this? Uh, again, it's completely different than the rest of the movie. Every, every other scene is, you know, it's dark and dreary and, and kind of oranges and purples. And this is bright and yeah. fun and there's snow and polar bears. And it's just, you're like, all right, this is really cool looking. Uh, then you have uh, kidnap Sandy Claus or Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I secretly love Oogie Boogie, so anytime he's going to be on scene is like some of my favorite stuff. Obviously, he they introduce him at the very end of that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get to introduce or introduction to Lock, Shock, and Barrel. But I yes. remember they showed. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I just Lock, Shock, and Barrel are like yeah. are my favorites. Yeah, for sure. And then you see Oogie Boogie at the very end. You don't see him, but you see, like, you hear his voice. Yeah. And that was like, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Yep. Um, And then you have introduction to Oogie Boogie, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, again, probably my favorite scene. Um, And then I think the most creative out of all of it is when Jack is delivering gifts. So when you actually see him going to... I don't know what you call it going to earth, going to like people's houses, people's houses. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what you would call that. Yeah. Yeah. It's unclear. Like what they're, it's in the U S obviously. Right. But it's, it's unclear. Like what they, what, what, what would Halloween town call us? Right. Which is actually what I wanted. One of the questions I wanted to ask you, like, how do you think they refer to us? I I don't
1: know. It's something that I actually had that I was going to bring up as well Is like, is it like another is it like another dimension? Is it just yeah. like a hidden place that you can't get to? Is it like a
0: like a Narnia thing? Exactly. Yeah, because they're not all going. right. Well, I guess they are all going because at Halloween they all go on Halloween. Wait, who all, like Halloween town, right? Yeah. all goes to like see us at Halloween time. Do they? I mean, and this is Halloween, they mentioned like that they're under the bed. They're the ones okay, hiding yeah. under the stairs, like yeah. So they're the they're there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I never. They're supposed to create the holiday for us, right? Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know. It's deep. Okay. I know. I'm
0: just. I'm, I've always thought that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So those are the those are the uh the six. I know I went through them really fast. The six scenes that I really like. Do you have one you you want to add? You you hit all mine. I only actually had three written down, and uh they those are them. So. Okay. You do you like uh you like Halloween Town or Christmas Town better?
1: Or Christmas Town better.
0: Yeah, they only show Christmas Town for like a second. Right. But do you like like what which one which one would you want to be in? I think I would get
1: annoyed with like if, if it was 24 hours a day like, you know, 365 days a year. Yeah. I would get annoyed with like all of the perpetually happy Okay. like beings in Halloween Town. Yeah. Yeah. And so Halloween Town, I think, rather than Christmas Town, in Halloween Town, I feel like it would be more interesting. So,
0: do you think they they borrowed parts of what what Christmas Town looks like from uh from Doctor Seuss? I kind of thought Whoville? that too. They we, do,
1: right? Yeah, it feels a
0: bit like. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Um, because that's what I, I, you know, I, I, I've always kind of thought that, but again, trying to look at it more critically, when I watched it recently, I was like, okay, this kind of looks like Hooville a yeah. little bit. Yep. Not completely, but a little bit.
1: A bit. Yeah. It feels like if yeah, he sampled from or got inspiration yeah. from.
0: Okay. So if you had to pick one, what would it be? To live in? No. Well, you, you mentioned that, but if you had to pick your favorite scene. Just my favorite scene in general. Yeah. Um I mean that's the that's the idea of the categories, buddy. Yeah. Tell me at the I end. I mean, we're
1: jumping around, so I know. You, I know. you have to remind me. So <laughs> so <laughs> I would probably go with what uh one of the ones that you talked about, which is like the very beginning of the movie, basically ha- this where they're is like, Halloween. Yeah, this okay. is Halloween and they're okay. like setting it up and you're getting the vibe yeah. and there's like you know, each like of the puppets or people or whatever, right. you know, are it's like saying, I am this and, and you like get to see everybody. Like clown
0: with a tearaway face. Yeah. yeah. And the
1: kid with the like so I got have this written down He's to like melting. talk about it at some point. The the melting thing oh. is gross. But the kid with his eyes sewn shut. Yeah, yeah. That's, that yeah. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. I remember as a little kid yeah. going like, "This is genuinely terrifying." Be like, what is this? Yeah,
0: don't let this happen to me. Right. Um. So when I was, uh, this is probably like five, five years ago or something. Um. My niece Avril, mm-hmm. at the time, was like two or three. Had never seen this. Um. You know, it still has the stigma of like you shouldn't show kids this movie, which I don't, I don't agree with. But we would always skip that part. I would never let her watch the beginning of it. I would mm-hmm. always like, you know, go to chapter two.
1: I is don't that know why. a thing? Uh-huh. Like, is that a thing that people don't want to show this movie to their kids? Still? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Huh. Didn't I mean, that. I had it with my with my mother-in-law um, at that same time. Uh, she was like, yeah, Avril shouldn't watch it. And then Avril had, was having, like, bad dreams, and, and they thought it was because of this. Just and because was, it's too scary? Yeah. But she loved it. She yeah. loved it. It wasn't. She was never scared of it. Watching it, right, right, so, okay, all right. Yeah, I think that's odd, but I think that's also just kind of a closed mind, like stigma, yeah, way of looking at it because it's it's dark that it means it's scary. Right. But that's not like the movie's not scary. No, no, definitely not. Except for when you were a kid and the kid with the uh...
1: right. Except for the sewn eyes shut, <laughs> sewn thing. Eyes shut. That thing
0: t- uh, scared me. Um, I think my favorite scene is Jack delivering gifts at the end. It's either that or Christmas Town because like Christmas Town is such a stark like change and i love what's this i love the, the song yeah. um but jack delivering gifts is just it's just interesting to me you yep. know it's a different way of looking at everything how he's interacting with like i guess humans i don't know yeah People? again i don't know what you would call us i don't know. know i mean he yeah yeah I, I see what you mean and like what he's giving them as gifts like the one kid opens the the box and he's got a fucking like severed head and he turns around yeah. and shows his parents yeah. yeah and then they have the man-eating wreath right and then they have like the the snake that's eating that the beetlejuice snake yeah that's eating like the christmas tree so it's just interesting to see all how all his gifts are interacting with with people
1: yeah really quickly on that note kind of going back to the whole like is this appropriate for kids thing sure. i like how they don't show any adults any like human adults they're always it's always like their feet or their hands. They they don't show like faces. It's kind of they're like obfuscated.
0: Yeah, it's all it's all kind of implied, right? A little bit. Yeah, I,
1: I kind of like that because you you only see the the kids, and it feels like this was designed for kids because yeah. you just think of adults as like a thing that you're not really like. It's kind of like yeah, adults exist, but this is more like kind of like yeah. our world as children type thing.
0: Yeah, well, you would think that. I mean, you can dive deeper into it and think because the parents don't believe in Santa, Santa Claus that, you know, they're not actually seeing Santa Claus or yeah. you don't need to see them because that's not what's affecting them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is interesting. I don't know that I've ever noticed that, but you saying that makes sense because, like, even when there's the there's the news reporter who's reading, you don't see her face. You right. see her hands. The All police the officer who's, mm-hmm. like, answering the phone. You know, I don't know if that's Sergeant Balzac from mm-hmm. Home Alone. From Home Alone. From the be. HAU. Yeah. Yeah. From the from the HAU. <laughs> did, did we... Is this a crossover in HAU? This
1: maybe, maybe That might to... be Balzac. Yeah, it could yeah. be.
0: What is it? Crisis hotline. Crisis. Yeah. Family crisis. Family hotline? crisis. Yeah. Hyper on two. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyways, you see the cop like from the neck up, I think, and profile. There's the cop driving in the car who's like making the announcement. Like we still can't find Santa Claus. Um. So yeah, I, it's an interesting theory. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I just You're like. Bringing good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, you know. Mizuki's a, a lucky kid. <laughs> <laughs> um right, so let's go to the next category okay standout performance I have three okay and I really only had two but I added a third okay so I have Danny Elfman as Jack Skellington the singing voice of Jack Skellington yeah then I have Chris Sarandon as this the acting voice of Jack Skellington Mm mm-hmm and then Ken Page as Oogie Boogie. I didn't want to put Ken Page because he's not in it as much, and I think he should be in the Who Did the Most of the Least. But I fucking love him in this movie. Yeah. Who do you think? Like, who do you? I know you don't really think about this because a lot of times actors' names aren't. You know, you're not. You're not the. Hey, this is this actor. And yeah. Who would you associate Jack Skellington with, though? The singing voice, or yeah. the acting voice. For me, it's the singing voice. So you think it's you? For you, it's it's Danny Elfman. Yeah. Me too. I would think that too. Yeah, Um, but I don't know if that's fair. Like he's so good, Chris Sarandon as Jack Skellington. Like acting is great. Yeah, they're both really good. I, I think, like for me,
1: the and and as like another quick aside here, watching this again more recently, kind of before doing this, and thinking back to when I was a kid, I don't think as a kid I ever realized that this is like a musical.
0: It's 100% a hundred percent musical.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't. I didn't ever like occur to me that that it was a musical when I was young. I just thought like it was. It's. It was just so different and and unique. And the the art style is just like not like anything that you've kind of seen any anywhere before. Yeah. At least when I kind of first saw it. Yeah. So, so anyway, it was just like so different. I was just sort of like enamored by the whole thing.
0: With the exception of, I mean, it doesn't take the kind of singing dialogue like they the cast doesn't sing their dialogue their actual songs yeah um it's it's 100 percent a musical yeah do you think it's disney's best music i i'd have to like it's difficult for me to think of well like like knee-jerk reaction i mean you can think like like lion king has great songs yeah. little mermaid has great songs beauty and the beast has great songs um you know you kind of think of the heyday of like the i think of like the late 80s to mid 90s disney movies had like the best songs yeah but i think this is for me is it?
1: Yeah. I, there's nothing
0: else that I'm thinking
1: right away. That's like, oh no, I'd have to like throw this in the mix, or maybe ABM or
0: something yeah. like that. Something. So it's just interesting because it lends itself so well to that. I think to the to the music, to the score, and the actual songs. Like Nick and I have gone to. They'll redo this. They they play it at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Um, it, what used to be every uh, Halloween, now they don't do it every year. And then the cast will come out. So they have a live orchestra playing the movie they're playing the score to the movie and then the cast will come out and actually sing the songs. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, so I just think that that shows just how important the music is to the to the movie that they do that every year. And I agree. It sells out like 3 nights a year. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been, but I know yeah. the tickets are actually like legitimately difficult to get. Yeah. Yeah, they sell out like well they used to. I don't know. This year they did it again. They hadn't done it last year and they did it this year and we didn't go. Yeah. Um, but we've been a couple times. It's been it's really good. Yeah. It's really fun uh i don't remember we were oh, oh
1: i remember uh, sorry like we kind of like went off the rails there okay. per, per the huge um okay. got to the uh to the singing versus like speaking voice of jack for me like i remember i have very i've told you this before and i think maybe we've talked about it on the podcast i have like almost no memories before yeah. like maybe seventh or eighth grade right so like 13 or whatever except for the fly except for except for the Brandl fly right I do remember being a little kid and listening to, uh, so having my mom listen to music, and I remember her listening to Oingo Boingo a lot, right? Um, specifically like Dead Man's Party, right? And and like you know, as a kid, I didn't I didn't actually really make the connection, but I remember like being infatuated by the guy's voice, uh, Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman, right. And, and so, yeah, I just, I, I think there's, like, a subconscious, like, connection in my
0: head, uh, yeah, you that. know, enjoying the the singing voice. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever looked up, like, his IMDb or, like, his credits for music? No. He does a bunch of shit. Uh, I think most famously created the Simpsons theme song. I know he's done a lot. Yeah, and then, like, every Burton movie, you yeah. know, all the Batman stuff. He, yeah. He's done a ton of shit. He's super, super, super talented. Yeah. Then I actually had the lecture of meeting him one time, and I asked him... I don't know why I asked him, but I asked him about like actually writing music because it always seems like writing music seems like the most difficult—not not actually like composing music, but the actual like actually writing, writing music. Yeah. The, the the act of writing music seems crazy to me, and he said he can't he can't write music. Like, he can't physically write it. He just has to like start playing. Mm-hmm. Wow, which is crazy. To me, yeah, that someone is, and and this was. Oh, like he's like he doesn't have the skill to write music. He doesn't actually have the ability to hand write music onto, like, he can't write notes. Right, right. 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 So, okay, I see. So, like, he actually is just
1: like, just starts sitting down
0: and going. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a long conversation, it was like two minutes. But yeah, yeah, that was, I asked him about that specifically, and he's like, I can't do that. That's crazy. Yeah. And it might have changed now. This was, like I said, probably. Eight or nine years
1: ago? Probably not. I mean, if he made it that far without, yeah. like why would he learn how to... I don't know.
0: Yeah. You know, I think that's crazy. That's pretty... Yeah, I like it though. Uh, yeah, for me, the, it's the most important is is his singing voice, um, which I think one of the reasons I feel this way, and I knew this already, but he didn't... You know, they, they started recording all the music and writing the music before the movie even started filming or they had a script. Really? So they built them... Essentially built this movie around his poem, Tim Burton's poem and Danny Elfman's music. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know that. And so, I've read it both ways. I don't know which one's true is that Danny Elfman was going to do both the singing and acting and then just couldn't act and then Chris Sarandon was going to do both the singing and uh acting and he couldn't sing. Yeah. So they they got him to do each one, yeah. to do one. And they sound similar though.
1: They they do. They sound if you didn't know, no. uh,
0: you yeah, you might not like guess. Yeah. I think, so Tyler, who's on the podcast often, we went, Nick and I went to one of these uh, where they, they do it live, and I remember, I think I posted a video on social media, and he had no idea. This was like five years ago. He had no idea that Danny Elfman did the singing voice. Really? Yeah, no idea, That's which crazy. I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, he's an idiot, though. Tyler. Yeah, I mean, idiot. I don't want to say anything, despite the fact that he's
1: talked shit about me cross podcasts. Podcast. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, it's I don't fine. want to say he's anything. He's little.
0: He's not going to do anything. You're actually, you might be bigger than him. I mean, I feel like maybe the two of us need to hang out then. Yeah, you guys are both, you're really pompous. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. a lot of self-righteousness. Think Man. you're right, want to argue with people. Don't take your friends for, take your friends for granted. Man. I'm just kidding. Shout out to um, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, fuck Tyler. If you're going to, I mean, you can call him Keebler. Okay. That's, I mean, if you're going to, you guys are going to be friends, you should definitely call him that. Okay. Yeah. He loves sports ball. Yeah, that's going to be anything sports. Sports yeah, going to be a tough thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ball. Okay, shout out to Tyler. <laughs> Worst performance. I got nothing. I was just going to say, is there a worse performance? No, I don't no. think there is. I, I don't. I, nobody bugs me in this movie. No. Which you know we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Last three pods, man. No worse performance. I know. I think. It, I mean, obviously, you weren't on the the Shawshank Redemption, part. right? uh which is an excellent pod by the way tyler did a great job um and shout out to rob for getting drunk during oh, the star yeah. wars the star wars pod and like not uh not pre-opening his cans no he's just popping them as he goes man
1: <laughs> dude fuck the world shout out to rob shout out to
0: rob um but yeah shawshank redemption pod okay no worse performance uh home a home alone pod Housekeeping. Kirby? <laughs> no <laughs> right zero worse no worse performances yeah. and now this yeah we, do we have to eliminate this this category i don't think we do we gotta
1: because we're gonna have we're gonna get back to it yeah 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 we yeah. hit it on the on the starship troopers
0: do, well yeah oh man there's a lot we we. Yeah. yes there's a worse performance yeah. in starship troopers yeah. um yeah but I. It's okay to be critical about these movies, but the point of doing this is that we we love these films. Yeah, it's harder absolutely. to be critical. But in this one, there's legitimately nobody who's bad. Yeah. There's a handful of characters that are central. And it's short, man. Yeah. All right. The Jamie Foxx Award for, for overacting. overacting. You got anybody? Um, I got one. One laid on me. Glenn Shaddix is the mayor. Okay. I like the mayor. Yeah. But he's fucking going for it, dude. Yeah. They told him, like, dial it up 10. Yeah. You know who that is? No. That's Otho from Beetlejuice. Really? Yeah, that's the brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... the uh, is it a brother, like, friend, uncle? I don't remember. Is he... I don't, I don't remember he's, the relationship. So Catherine O'Hara, right. who's also Sally, is is the mom in Beetlejuice. It's right. her, like, eccentric friend. Right. Eccentric, eccentric? Who also is um the mom, right? Is that is that a different Catherine woman? O'Hara is... Is the mom also in Home Alone? In Home Alone, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we're like doing Dude, some Dude, the H A U is
1: real. Yeah. Crossing pods here as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you got anybody or I, I couldn't actually think of anybody. The the mayor is kind of an interesting, an interesting pick for that. Okay. It, it, I mean, it kind of works, I feel like, with with like his character and the whole spinning head of just like being total extreme, it's like bipolar opposites. Yeah. yeah. Where he's either, like, super jacked or, like, terrified slash super stressed, anxious, right. whatever. Um, I can't think of anybody else, though. Okay.
0: Dr. Finkelstein, a little bit. Mm. Um, but I think he's, I mean, I, again, I just think he's supposed to be a crotchy old man. I think so. Okay. Yeah, it didn't feel like overacting me. Is the mayor, like, the worst public service or public servant ever? Maybe. Dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's going to jack for everything. Right. Yeah, I'm just an elected official. I'm just—he says it. I'm just yeah. an elected, elected. I can't make official. decisions. I can't on make my decisions own. by myself. That's right. There's 365 days till next next Halloween. 364. Right. He doesn't even know what day it is. Nope. He's pumped though. Just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has no idea. Just an elected I'm official. Just an elected official. Yeah. Okay. I like him though. Yeah, I like him too, for sure. All right. Who did the most with the least? I think
1: you already like gave it away well, which which is which is mine as well mine as well. So Ken Page as Oogie Boogie?
0: Yeah. Um, I actually also like his the gentleman's name is Ed, Edward Ivory as Santa Claus or Sandy Claus cuz the couple Claus. scenes he's in are they make me laugh. That's true. You could also say Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Yeah. But two of them are voiced by one's voiced by Danny Elfman who's in the rest of the movie. One's voiced by Catherine O'Hara who obviously is Sally yeah. who we've talked nothing about. Right. And then the other one's fucking Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. You knew that?
1: No, I didn't know. Yeah, that one Paul of them Ruben. is Pee Wee Herman. Okay, which one is? is uh, it?
0: dude, I I have, for some reason I have a hard time remembering each one of them. Yeah. Um, he is the one that is has like the longer face. So there's the round faced kid. Yeah. That's Danny Elfman. There's the little girl who's Catherine O'Hara, and then there's the long faced one. Yeah. Who I think is Locke. Yeah. And that's okay. that's Pee Wee Herman, Paul okay. Rubens. All right. It's got to be Ken Page for me, man. I think so. Yeah. That fucking voice. It's and so good. Yeah, dude. It's so good. And so just good. the vibe of him where he's like a gambling boogeyman who's also a creep and has like a foot fetish. Yeah. Because Sally takes her leg off and he's like, let me get at them feet. Right. He wants to right. tickle her Just feet. immediately. Dude, creep. Straight for the feet. Straight for the feats. Yeah. I like the feats. Yeah. But he's fantastic.
1: In this. He's so, yeah, just like the gambling thing, but he's like a gambling cheater. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like just this big booming like voice that's just, he kills it. And every time I've seen him perform this, he's so good. Yeah. So good. Yep. Yeah, can't argue with it. And then, uh, side note, when they do the live live performance of this, Danny Elfman will also perform that song. Because originally, I guess he was going to sing the Oogie Boogie song. Mm -hmm. So he sings it, and then Ken Page comes out and does it. I mean, no disrespect to Danny Elfman, but they couldn't be more different. And Ken Page murders it. Yeah. He's a gambling boogeyman. Although yeah. I don't play fair. He, yeah, he's so, good. But he's so I, good. I also
1: love how he, and I can't tell if this is just like of his own, you know, volition because he's a loner or whatever. Right. But but he's like in Halloween Town, but he's also like an exile.
0: Yeah, he's the. So he's supposed to be the villain.
1: Yeah, but is he the
0: villain? I I don't know. I got something for you. Okay. All right. Later on. Is me. Jack Skellington the villain of this film? He is, fucks up everything. He
1: does. I don't. I don't think that makes him the villain, though. No. Yeah, you know, it's a growing experience for him. He's, you know, you're on this journey. He, you're, he's kind of like learning. Okay. But it's self exploration.
0: But he's he's everything he does is selfish.
1: Yeah, the movie's about him.
0: No, I get that. But it's 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 almost I would equate it to almost like Doc Brown. Which yeah. Yes. About. Yes. So does that make him the villain?
1: I don't think so. It doesn't make him the villain. Okay.
0: Yeah. But why is Oogie Boogie the villain? He's the <laughs> boogeyman. What's he supposed to do? Um, yeah. That's like like blaming a lion for eating a gazelle. Like, what's he supposed to do? He's a boogeyman. You bring him a person, like, what's he supposed to do? What else makes him the victim? Or what else makes him the villain?
1: Uh, Oogie Boogie? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: yeah, I I don't know. It's an excellent point. I don't know. I kind of got, like, in my head sort of derailed thinking about the fact that, like, Oogie Boogie is, like, the worst part of Halloween Town. Like, Mm -hmm. the most kind of you know, villainous or evil or whatever. Right. And he's like dead. Right. But whoever tells you that he's the worst part. Well, just the fact, I think it's for me, it was, it's implied that because he's like in exile, they have him yeah. like off living by himself. He's, he's just like doing like, yeah, the gambling shit. And they're just like, listen, you're too
0: much for Halloween town. <laughs> Go live in the woods by yourself. But Jack is the leader of Halloween town and he's the only one through the whole movie that says that no good oogie boogie. Yeah. He's the only one. Even the mayor is like, "Oh, it's Oogie's boys." Yeah, that's it. I don't know. They got some history. I feel like they do. There's, there's a prequel. Well, they have. I mean, in the Kingdom Hearts games, he there's a, a, a the first Kingdom Hearts game, which is fantastic if you've never played it. The crossover of like Final Fantasy. Anyways, there is a Halloween uh, town episode, not episode, but like level, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or and and they deal with with Oogie Boogie a little bit in that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right. i don't know i think i think he, oogie's wrongfully accused okay can't blame the boogeyman for being the boogeyman
1: yeah but he yeah so, i mean they didn't they didn't make the boogeyman right so like i don't know
0: yes yeah, that's the thing i don't know how that yeah. all works okay i, I don't know There's so speaking of they didn't make him what they made him the theory on jack okay you've seen frank and weenie I actually never saw Frank. Okay, Me. but you understand the gist yeah, of it. It's yeah. about a little boy and his dog, and his his dog dies, and he wants to bring him back to life. Yeah, another Tim Burton Disney movie. You've seen Corpse Bride. Yes. Okay. You've seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. The thought is that that's all the same person. Hmm. So he is Victor as a little boy in oh. in Frank and Weenie. Okay. Then in Corpse Bride, he's named Victor, and remember in Corpse Bride, he she brings back his dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's dead? Right. And then the thought is that he dies and then he becomes Jack Skellington in Halloween Town with Zero. Yeah. So that the, all three of those are the same person. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. Another theory. For some reason, the internet is, is obsessed when it comes to this movie on finding out who Jack was when he was alive. Hmm. There are a number of different theories. One of them being uh, that he was burned alive when he was a human and that is the representation of when he is the Pumpkin King at the beginning, and he's on fire. So at the very beginning, when they're doing "This Is Halloween," you see him at the pu- as the Pumpkin King at the very be- at very end of that song, lit on fire. As the as the they refer to it as the Pumpkin King, he's the Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. He does like the big somersault, lands in the lands in like the fountain, and he comes up as Jack. Right. That's the big reveal. Yeah, so the yeah. theory is that when he was human, he was lit on fire and burned to death. Okay and that's the representation of his prior life that's rough i'm just saying man that's what it is the internet's a dark place uh, accurate so, i yeah I you don't know. like that one um i don't i don't know i mean it's
1: just like it's pretty rough man like burning a dude alive like well, i does... mean it
0: doesn't say like if he was burnt alive by like a like uh he wasn't like lynched or was he like caught in a in a house fire it doesn't say like he was okay. murdered it was just Yes, burning alive would suck. Right. But it doesn't suck. There's
1: just I don't know maybe yeah, maybe maybe like that's this speaks more to me. (laughs) Speaks more about me. My assumption is just that like if if the like being burned was so important that it carried over into like his afterlife
0: that it happened under some extenuating circumstances. He mentions in there's a song Jack Lament Jack's Lament that he says he has memories he cannot remember. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Sounds rough. People are fucking reddit sounds right yeah we know about reddit yeah it's rough yeah okay uh so i think we agreed we're gonna go back now to the <laughs> to what we we're on uh, who did the most of the least would be would be ken page's oogie boogie yes most memorable music sequence this is probably going to be the heaviest this category will ever be yeah okay i'm just gonna blow through the names of the songs Do real quick. It. okay this is halloween jack's lament what's this town meeting song jack's obsession Kidnap the Sandy Claws, Making Christmas Oogie Boogie Song, Poor Jack. Do you remember all of those? I, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. I feel
1: like I remember all of the you know music from well, from it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's just we quickly let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, this is Halloween. Very beginning, introducing yes. the all the characters. Jack's lament is when he's walking from Halloween Town. Um, he's talking about why he's yearning for more. Something else. Yep. Uh, What's this is, is when he sees Christmas Mm -hmm. town meeting song is when he's explaining Christmas, the idea of Christmas to the town.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Jack's obsession is when he is like essentially in his house, in his bed, doing all the experiments about Christmas, trying to figure it out. That's a great, great part of that movie. Yeah. Cracks open like the Christmas ornament and puts it into like the beaker and trying to understand what it all means. Um, Kidnap the Sandy Claws is mm-hmm. when Lock and Lock, Shock and Barrel are try, are going to find Santa, and explaining like what they're going to do. Making Christmas is when the town is is Halloween Town is making Christmas. Oogie Boogie song is that is the great introduction to him, uh, and then poor Jack is after he gets shot down, he's in in the graveyard. He's starting to realize like what he had. Yeah. Uh, so which one of those are your favorite, or do you have something else? Because I left out Sally's song. I don't really. Uh, I don't know. I don't really love that song. Um, and then there's the end where they kind of have like a medley of a bunch of different songs, but uh, again, that's just like a mashup of a bunch of different things. Yeah, I like I like the Jack's Lament. Is that what okay. it's called? Jack's yeah. Lament. Jack's Lament. Jack's
1: Lament. Uh, I really like that one. But I think if I had to pick a favorite one, it's with um, Lock, Shock and Barrel as they're like going to. They're Kidding talking about the Sandy Claus. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's, and they're just talking about doing like bad shit to yeah. the Sandy Claus. Yeah. Yeah, I it's want to really do it. Good.
0: Let's draw straws. Right. Yeah, we should work together. Right. It's really Three good. of a Kind, Birds of a Feather, Now and Forever. Yep. You want me to keep going? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I, at some point, I hope I hear a poem. Uh, there may be a poem at the end. And, okay. Well, anyways. Um, yeah, for me, it's either What's This or Oogie's Song. Yeah. Oogie Boogie's Song, again, I love that. But What's This, I think, is probably the most creative of, of all of the songs. hmm But this movie doesn't work if the songs aren't good, right? Yeah. Like, do you equate... When you think of Nightmare Before Christmas, do you think of the music or the movie?
1: They are the same thing for me. Okay. I think like going back to the, this comment about not realizing that it's a musical. Right. Like I equate it to to Jack and like his his story. And and then again going to this like I think originally subconscious thing of, of hearing Danny Elfman in Oingo Boingo, his voice is so unique and yeah. like so like soulful, Um, you know, specifically in this, I think just in general, but like in this movie as Jack, he just, you, I feel like you're just like, you're hearing like this dude's, you know, genuine
0: like yeah. pains as like, he's kind of going through this experience. He is acting while he's singing. Yeah. Like the affliction in his voice, like he's, it's very, and watching him do it live is, is crazy because he's like, yeah like larger than life doing stuff right all right yeah I, for some reason i always think of the music before i think of the movie i don't know if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah i could see that That's like a- i
0: love them both and they're, they are one one and the same but yeah. um i think i'd probably i probably listen to the music for this yeah. from this more than i've watched the movie per year right i watch the movie multiple times a year um but yeah i i think the music just comes on all the time yep all right um Does this still work? Category, I only got one thing. Like, does the the formula, does the whole movie still work? No, no, no. I have you know, we're breaking it down into this still works, this doesn't work. Mm, Okay. Okay, So. Oh, I see. The category. The the question is, I I renamed the category. Does this still work? Okay. Question mark. Um, Meaning, is this okay still being in the movie, or could it be in in if we remade the movie now, would it still be okay? Okay. I only have one thing. Uh, Doctor Finkelstein keeping. Sally is a prisoner. Locked up? Yeah, locked up. Yeah. Like, made this. She, he made a woman for his own, like, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. The yeah, Selfish pleasures. interest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, it is weird. Creepy. Yeah. Good thing she got out. Good thing she got out. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. But that shit, that's weird. That's like some weird, like some dark shit in this movie. Right. Like, real fucking Buffalo Bill, you know, can you help me fucking move this shit into my van yeah i can't even do the voice it puts the lotion on it its puts skin. the lotion on it puts the lotion what
1: does he say i think he, he says it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose or, or it gets the hose yeah. yeah yeah
0: and then he says something about like would you fuck me i'd fuck me or something Yeah, like he's like, like that dancing he's in front looking of the at mirror himself in the mirror R- tucking his mirror. dick away yeah god
1: he's dude, just <laughs> terrifying <laughs>
0: And somehow he's not the most scary person in that movie. Yes, that's
1: an excellent point.
0: I want to. We're gonna do a Silence of the Lambs podcast. Yeah, we one have to double point. and we're gonna go off the rails real quick. But how is it that fucking Buffalo Bill, who's murdering, cutting off skin, keeping people you know uh, as prisoners, cutting off skin, wearing their skin, not the most memorable or the scariest person in that movie?
1: I think it just speaks to the movie. It's Dude. like, yeah, yeah,
0: it's bad. Yes, yeah. There's dudes jacking off and throwing semen at people in that movie? Yeah. Dude. Oh god. We got to talk about that. Yeah, all right. Okay. Christmas. We got to get back on some happy <laughs> shit. Okay, so that's the only thing I have for in this movie that doesn't work. Everything else still works. The animation is s- spot on solid still. Yeah. The stop animation is beautiful still. I, I had the Yeah, I had the same thought.
1: Yeah. Like the thought for me was this movie aged to a certain point. Like, like, you know, at some point it, it starts looking like, oh, this is a little bit of an older movie, but I feel like it, it stopped aging at some point and it will forever be like charming and different and kind of beautiful.
0: This movie, for instance, looks better and ages better. And you couldn't have said that's perfect. What you said, it looks better than like the prequel Star Wars do. <laughs> yeah, it looks yes. better than like some parts. In, yeah, it looks better than Dobby does in Harry Potter. Yeah. Like that those really things bad. that aren't that old, I mean, now, granted, they're almost twenty years old now. these things this looks better than than things that that happened in the the mid 2000s yeah, which is crazy to me. yep. The only thing I would say about the animation is there's a scene at the very beginning in high definition now when you see bats, you can see the strings that the bats were on hmm. if you if you pay attention when they're flying away during this is Halloween. that's it. But besides that, dude, it looks solid. Yeah, I don't even Even remember Zero, that. which is essentially a special effect, he looks solid. Yeah.
1: Looks great. Yeah. All right. I, I wish I, just as a, another quick side note, I, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about how all this shit works. Okay. But... <laughs> wait, wait, in, in regards to what? In regards to just, like, the special effects okay. and, like, you
0: know, even, like, the stop motion, just, like, Hollywood well, shit. So, stop motion, you realize, that's when I said there's 109,000 frames. Literally, it, it's right. in the title. Every single... They they reposition every yeah. little baby move on that. That that part I understand,
1: okay. um, but just like maybe more to like the CGI and stuff. Right. I guess what, I, what I'm saying I don't understand is how there's stuff like this. Uh, Jurassic Park is another great example of this. That that like it it like f- whatever they're doing has seemed to hold up well over right. many 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 years. And then there's shit like nowadays that you see it right. and it's like like the fucking
0: Aquaman trailer
1: Dude. and it's like how does this look so bad. It's
0: almost okay. So, a perfect example: Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. Yes. Lord yeah. of the Rings for the most part is all practical yeah. makeup, practical sets, physical things happening. Yeah. Okay? Very tactile. Looks beautiful. Yeah. There are some CGI, obviously. Of course. The Hobbit, they turned into it looks like a video game, and mm. it gives me a headache, and it looks awful. Jurassic Park mixed in majority of just beautiful, like like a Academy Award winning. Uh, practical like puppeteers and people that made these things. And then they started mixing in special effects. That movie, dude, you look at it and how it still looks beautiful. Yeah. Where again, to your point, you know, you watch some of the DC movies, dude, they look awful. They're so polished that it looks, they're using practical or they're using special effects when you don't need to. Right. The Matrix is, Matrix is another example. The first Matrix still holds up. It's beautiful. Oh yeah. The second Matrix, dude, you can, it's all CGI. Yeah. Titanic is another one. I remember watching Titanic in like 96, 97 when it came out and I was like, "Oh my god, it fucking blew my mind." Watch it now. It's awful. Yeah. Like when the boats when the when the when the Titanic's cracking in half and and they, you see all the people on the deck, dude, it's all CGI and it all looks terrible. Yeah. So I think it's just a mixture of of people add, adding some like practicality back into the effects. Mm. A, a perfect another example is, you know, the newer Star Wars movies, which I'm not a huge fan of. But they've done a good job with acting, a, a, you know, uh, making it practical. You know, they're they're adding yep. the, the practical effects opposed to just all CGI. Yeah. Like yeah. Force Awakens looks really, really good, and it probably will forever. Yeah. Where the prequels are all special effects, all green screen. Looks look atrocious. Terrible. They looked terrible then. They look terrible now. Right. So all right. I don't remember what we were talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I do remember, remember what we were talking about. I'm just kidding. Jesus. I don't. You don't. Um, so we talked about what, what doesn't work oh yeah, yeah so what still works three things animation which we just talked about yep the songs which we talked about and the other one we already talked about as well the idea of Halloween and Christmas blending into one holiday yeah because that's just getting stronger and stronger every year yep for everybody who hates it I sor- I'm sorry I don't like Thanksgiving I sorry is that what <laughs> I said I sorry I just I do, I do them both man they go one from another yeah Halloween Christmas I'm with you you got anything else? No, I feel like those are three really good ones. Okay. I mean, in terms of
1: like stuff that still works. Yeah, the 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 other like only other like kind of meta thing that I might throw out there is just the whole the story of like you know um, Jack kind of like and on his self discovery, okay. learning about himself.
0: Okay, like just the the kind of meta there, I feel like still totally works. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So this is the second time this category is being added, man. You were on it first the first time. Okay. Today's number two. All right. Would this movie be better if Gary Oldman was in it? And if he was, who would he play? Who would
1: he play? Who do you got? Oh,
0: man. Okay. So Santa Claus? Yep. Or Sandy Claus? Yep. Uh, and Dr. Finkelstein. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah.
1: Sandy Claus is my first kind of pick. Okay. Just, I, he could, like, I feel like you just drop him in there and it would be fantastic. <laughs> right. Uh, the Doctor, that's a good one, too. I didn't i didn't actually think about that, about him. I mean, Gary Oldman has range. Could he play Zero? <laughs> he might be able to play Zero. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be one of these uh, uh, roles where you're like, oh, so-and-so. You know, Gary played this actor, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that yeah. because there was no lines. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he just made some you know, squeaks or whatever. Real method actor. Yeah, real method actor. Um, I
0: thought about, like, could he play, and I don't know. I don't know if Gary, Mr. Oldman, shout out to, mm-hmm. can, uh, can sing. I don't know. Um, maybe he could have been, he could have been, uh, one of the, cl- you know, the clown with the tearaway face, or maybe he could have been like one of the, vi- the vampires or yeah, I don't he, know.
1: He could have been one of the secondary, just yeah. like Halloween town For sure. characters. But yeah. I think,
0: I think I would go with Santa Claus. Yeah. Sandy would, Claus.
1: Sandy Claus. I think I would do yeah. as well.
0: Okay. Funny thing. Okay. So do you know who Vincent Price is? Of course. Okay. Did you know that he originally was Santa Claus? And so that, okay. So that's Tim Burton's favorite actor, favorite person uh, supposedly ever. Uh, he was in, you know, Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that's what Frank and Weenie's kind of loosely based on is is Victor Price, okay, or um, Vincent Price, excuse me. So Vincent Price was originally Santa Claus, recorded all of the lines, and he, his wife had just passed away. And they listened to the lines, and he was like so emotionally distraught, like, distraught about it still that they they had wow. to cut them all, and then he passed away shortly after. Damn. Yeah. So so no Vincent Price, man. R. I. P. RIP. Um, but yeah, getting back to the the category, I would say Santa Claus. For yeah, Gary I, would say,
1: Oldman. I would say Santa Claus. You yeah, you could have him be in any number of the secondary characters okay. being, you know, the Halloween town thing. Yeah. The um the like radio announcer. In like you know the real world or whatever, right is there like reporting on on Jack like <laughs> terrorizing the real world? he could have dropped in there and and I feel like a bunch of other secondary places and it would have been fantastic.
0: Do you think we're ever going to get Gary Oldman on the podcast? Uh, probably not. zero chance zero chance zero yeah. chance man I don't I don't think I could do it. No. no, I would just call him serious the whole time <laughs> right Mr. Black um, or or uh, fuck, I can't even uh, Dexter Spivey from fucking true romance anyways um most memorable line do you have any because this is this was hard man
1: this was hard and maybe i don't know if this is different or the same for you like it because of it's mostly because the whole musical thing yeah basically it was difficult for me to pull out like individual lines
0: i got some though okay go ahead okay so i got uh it's a it's a dual line between dr finkelstein and jack curiosity killed the cat you know and then Jack says, oh, that's "I know." One. Like with such, he's so pumped on it. Yeah. Um, there's a great line or a great scene when Jack is walking by the band, and the one of the band members just like says, I "Nice work, my Bone list. Daddy." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's only 365 days left until next Halloween. Mm-hmm. 364. Because again, he's only just he's, an elected just official. Just an elected official, and he's an idiot. And then how horrible our Christmas will be? No, how jolly our Christmas will be. Yeah. Those. That's all I got. Those are really good. Yeah. Uh, I had,
1: we talked about this a couple of times, but the, uh, the mayor, I'm only elected official. Right. I can't make decisions on my own. That I think one, that's
0: it. Yeah. I think that might be, I don't know how I didn't write that one down.
1: Yeah. That one's really good. <laughs> uh, I also really like, I had the same one written down where, um, you know, he's like walking past the band or whatever and he's like, well, come on, bone man. Yeah. That one's good. And then a, a kind of like silly one, there's the like Halloween town you know character or whatever he's, uh, the guy with the the axe in his head and after they catch the uh the easter bunny he's just like bunny yeah yeah
0: bohemoth is that guy's bohemoth? name bohemoth yeah man No yeah. tip yeah anyways no research for this podcast no research that's straight off the top that's straight off the top of the noggin bro it's pretty good man yeah that's good um i would say i'm just an elected official yeah <laughs> that one's one of my favorites yeah, yeah for sure uh that's that sucked- and the mayor anyways um, is, is sally is sally the the best girlfriend ever because <laughs> she's the whole movie like she's trying she comes off as the the most like wet blanket girlfriend yeah. ever and then she ends up being right about everything that's true and no one listens to her no poor sally she no. didn't even make any of the categories
1: right and 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 she does all this despite
0: like Stockholm syndrome.
1: Well, stock yeah, maybe that, maybe a bit of that. And then, you know, she doesn't get the uh the perk of having half of the doctor's brain either. Correct. So who knows what she's got in that little, you know, beanbag on her Could head. be Harry. Yeah. Exactly. Dog brain. <laughs> Do- dog brain.
0: Dog brain. Dog brain. He's sleeping. I know. We don't I want to say his name too much. Yeah. We don't want him to make an appearance on the pod. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um I just think, yeah, she she gets a raw deal in this movie. Yeah. Shout out to Sally. Shout out to Sally. Um, new category. Okay. Not prepared for this. You have nothing. Okay. I'm ready. What do you wish there was more of in the movie? So I have two categories. I have two, two, uh, two things. Okay. Um, I wish we saw different parts of the other Halloween or the other uh, Holiday Lands. Yeah. But again, I don't. They're gonna go to like Thanksgiving Land. What the fuck is Thanksgiving Land gonna be? Right. Okay. And then I I want to know more about Jack. Like, I want to know his backstory, why he's the pumpkin king, what he did to get to this point. Like, who was he? I don't even need to necessarily know who he was on earth or when he was alive. I want to know just why is he, why is he this like savior essentially of Halloween Town? Like, why does everybody look up to him? What does he do that's so great? Right. Yeah. You're not prepared for this. I'm just, this is is going to be one of the new categories.
1: No, I, I like it. I like it. I think going back to like what you were saying, yeah, I'm super curious, like what, how Jack became, you know, the pumpkin king. I I actually am curious about like his, his like, I don't know, former life or or however that works. Yeah. Um, Being burned alive. Being burned alive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How he got that fresh ass suit.
0: Was he Freddy Krueger? Freddy Krueger gets burned alive. Anyways, go yeah, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Where did he get the fresh suit? <laughs> right. That suit's pretty fresh. Yeah. That pinstripe. very, right. Very uh, thinning. Yeah, very thinning. <laughs> he needs that. Yeah, I, I'd be
1: curious more more about that because it's like, it's there's something about like the holiday and just like the time of year or, right. you know, whatever that's like so ingrained into him that you got to imagine something happened in if he had like a prior life that yeah. I would love to know about. At, like a quick example of that. Uh, of just like how kind of ingrained this is into like him as a as a like a being, right? Is when he's like trying to make the paper folded cutaway snowflake, and right. he like opens it up and it's like a spider. Yeah, it's like a fucking right. Like he, even when he tries, he yeah. like can't. It's just like this he can't is so do it. yeah, exactly. It's like his calling. Exactly.
0: So yeah, I would lo- love to know. Could they make this movie into like a live action movie? I've thought about this a bunch of times. I don't. I I wouldn't want it to to happen. But could they do a live action version of this?
1: But still, a movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they could. I don't cause, think like, so. Just, it, the visual, the look of Jack is so ingrained in how I would, how I think about him. Even when I see the characters dressed up at Disneyland, like, the, like you know, they have the characters. It's tough, man. It never looks right because he needs to be tall and like, obviously, <laughs> not naturally thin. Yeah. You know, thin. I just don't think they could do it. I don't think so either. Yeah. I,
1: I think like going going back to like the Christmas Town thing. And the whole like sampling from Whoville. I think that would be like if you had to, if I had to picture something in my head of like an aesthetic of what it would look like. Right. That might be the closest thing. Okay. Of, of, uh, you know, the, I guess most recent released Grinch movie. Right. Is that true? Which one? The, the. They
0: just did like a CGI one that literally just came out. Yes. The one before that. They thought about the Jim Carrey Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey one. Okay. Which I don't like.
1: Which, yeah, I'm not like a super fan of, but. It looks um, cool.
0: Like, visually, it looks cool.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks fine. It, it, and I don't hate the movie. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. So I, I don't have, like, a, a great, you know, opinion off the top yeah. of my head. But anyway, if I if had to think of, like, this movie being a live-action movie, I feel like that's what I would sample from. Okay. And I just don't—it wouldn't have the same effect for me.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, Jim Carrey for—I don't know, man. At that point, like, Jim Carrey for two hours is just too much for me. Hmm. Like that's that's peak Jim Carrey, like pulling faces and making funny noises. And
1: you think that's Jim, peak Jim Carrey?
0: I think that that was at his like apex. No, I don't think peak wise for me, but I think that was maybe at his apex of popularity. That he yeah, got paid be. a shit ton of money for that movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that was. I mean, apex Jim Carrey for me is like Dumb and Dumber, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ace Ventura. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind mm-hmm. is up there, um, yeah. But there's that that right there. Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is like right up there for I think his popularity, the highest part of his popularity. I'm not saying it's his best movie, but he got paid a ton for that movie. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Um, all right, whose movie is it? It's who do you associate this movie with?
1: For me, it's Jack because going back to like the whole the movie is a story about his personal journey and like this discovery of like what he values and and what what he need what he thinks he needs and it's just yeah the the whole growing experience.
0: So do you associate it though with Jack more than like the holidays more than Christmas or Halloween? Yeah, if we're talking about like whose movie it is, I'm just okay. So maybe I didn't word that right. I'm just what do you associate this movie with? Is it a person? Is it a time of year? Um, it's, a little tr- it's a little tricky. The way I, I think about it, um, I would agree with you that it's, it's Jack's movie. But is it a movie that that is like a staple of Christmas or Halloween, or can you watch it year round?
1: I can watch the movie year Definitely. round right. without you know without without a question, and I do, and I have. But so I think I see what you're getting at. So if, if you're talking about the movie specifically, like a, a character in the movie, like who is who is the kind of like the star or who is it about? Like for me, obviously, it's Jack. Okay. If I had to say, like, you know, step away from, you know, the, the actual story of the movie and just like this thing as it exists, like, kind of like in our world, uh, like, you know, what is it for? Right. Uh, then then I would say, yeah, it's just like basically any bet- anywhere between Halloween and Christmas. Like okay. it's for this this time of year.
0: I yeah, well said. Yeah. I agree with that. Um So you listen to you listen to the 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 Disney podcast, right? That Nick and I did obviously. Mm-hmm. Um the you know going to the Mickey's uh, Halloween party things like that. We listed our top our favorite Disney movies. Nicolette mentioned with Nightmare Before Christmas that she had like a yearning to know what happened at the end of Nightmare, like after Uh, everybody kind of knew about each other. Like, did, did they ever go to any of the other towns, things like that? So if you, if you listen to the soundtrack, like I have Patrick Stewart from, you know, everybody knows who Patrick Stewart is from, uh, star Trek and any number of things from X-Men, um, did the original narration for it. Right. And so at the very end of the soundtrack, they do a great, uh, I don't know if it's, if you consider it a poem or whatever, where essentially Santa goes back to Halloween Town years later and meets with Jack, and they discuss like what happened, and he talks about how now all the other holidays know about each other, they know hmm. of each other. Um, Jack and Sally have had children, and so they're all like understanding of the whole thing. What do you? What's the face about? I I just like I, th- yeah, it was too. You're thinking about Jack and Sally having kids? Yeah. That's weird. She's like stuffed with leaves, and right, and he has no. He's just all. He's just bones, skeleton. Yeah, but it, again, it, we're talking about. Okay. You know, yeah. That's where you. Sus- so your your suspension of disbelief was fine until until them having sex and having children.
1: No, listen. I just it, you're you're talking about like my <laughs> and my physical like
0: uh, reaction after hearing you say that. Okay. Um, so there is a small small you know it's I don't know twelve lines I can read it. Or we can you can just go back and listen to what I was going to say because it wraps up like all the events after Nightmare Before Christmas. The poem, or yeah. just this like story or whatever. It's, it, I don't know if you consider it a poem. Yeah, I, I can read it, and, and it's twelve lines. An idea and you can let me know what you think. It's twelve lines is that you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta okay. read it. <clears throat> Here we go. Let's do it. Clear. Make this sure is, you're. Me, 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 yeah, me. yeah, This is not original work. This is on the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I asked old Jack, "Do you remember the night? when the sky was so dark and the moon shone so bright, when a million small children pretending to sleep nearly didn't have Christmas at all, so to speak. And would you, if you could, turn the mighty clock back to that long, fateful night? Now think carefully, Jack. Would you do the whole thing over again, knowing now what you know, knowing then what you knew then? Totally butchered that part. (laughs) And he smiled like the old pumpkin king that I knew, then turned and asked softly of me, wouldn't you? So that's kind of like... I like it. Yeah, that's the ending. And sorry, I butchered one of the lines there. Um, But that's the ending of the soundtrack. So them, you know, talking and, and I don't know, man, I would just love to see that in that movie. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I've never read or or seen or heard that no, it's great. And I would I would you know, if you like this movie, I would definitely implore you to to listen to it. But there's it just I wish that was in the movie yeah. so much. Even if they just did it, you know, as a as a reading the poem or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like just the two of them sitting down. Yeah. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And again, I this there's a small part before that where he mentions like Santa's talking and, and he's doing kind of a narration. He says, like, yeah, now all the holidays know about each other. Right. Because of these events. Right. So All right. I like it. Do you have any poems you would like to read, David? I don't have any. I did not come prepared with poems. (laughs) I apologize. No problem. I will probably never do that again because that felt terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I forgot to read. (laughs) You forgot how to read. Accurate. You did read. Now, yes, thank you. I'm still a little nervous, feel a little hot, kind of sweaty. Yeah. I forgot how to read. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. The Nightmare Before Christmas. 95% i f- 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay,
1: just as a quick <laughs> reminder. I feel like this is I feel like it's properly rated because it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Like everybody knows about this. Disneyland is taken over by by this, which which I actually have mixed feelings about. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's everywhere. The movie is like everywhere on TV and yeah, it's okay. kind of everywhere.
0: I love this movie. Okay, it's in my it's in my top ten. It's I think in my top five of movies all time, not Disney movies, just movies in general. Yeah. I, having said all of that, I kind of have a bit of a love hate relationship with this movie. Mm. I love the film. I love the soundtrack. I love everything about it. I don't know if I like the fans of this film. Mm. It's gonna sound weird. Um, I don't like the, the assumption that you like this movie so you have to be like goth. Or you have to be like emo, yeah. or because you're one of those things, you have to like this movie. Uh, I don't like the fact that they people will say, "Oh, I want to." They they equate like a healthy, successful relationship to like Jack and Sally, um, which you know I know that sounds weird, but you know yeah. you know what I'm saying. Right, right. Uh, I don't like the fact that when you go to Disneyland, every shirt has to be like loud, obnoxious, like bedazzled for Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Because of all of that, I would say that the movie. Feels for me, it feels properly rated. Like it's where it should be. Okay. Overall, I feel like the movie's a little overrated hmm. because of those reasons. Yeah. Because everybody is just—it's just assumed that you have to like this movie, right? And that if you don't like this movie, there's something wrong. Um. <laughs> Perfect. Just a, a side note, real quick. Last time, Bryce—you know, one of our friends, Bryce and Tori were over. You weren't here. I talked to him. Bryce rides hard for this movie. Okay. Shout out to Bryce. Hope, hopefully he's recovering from surgery. Well. Get well soon. Yeah, get well soon, buddy. Ride's hard for this movie, okay? Tori had never seen it. She fucking had the nerve to be like, this movie sucks. Wait, she had never seen it, Accurate. and then she watched it.
1: Correct. And said the movie sucks. Came over
0: for the Halloween party we had, said the movie wasn't good. Bryce, she, and, I, Bryce and I almost kicked her out together.
1: She's genuinely a bad person.
0: I mean, I, I like Tori. I wouldn't say I she's like a bad Tori person. too. That's
1: bad. Yeah, I mean, you got like questionable <laughs> character. when it comes to
0: Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Nah, I feel like it just it speaks a lot about your your personality. It
0: might. It might.
1: Yeah. We might I mean, need does to she have, have specifics? Like, what didn't she like? Oh, she. There are so uh, many good movies that she's like, oh, I've never seen that.
0: Correct. Yeah. 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 But I. I yeah. I don't. I don't know. I can't. Oh, I'm drawing a blank right now of something she said she has liked. Um. What did we? Did, I think it was Die Hard. We asked her to watch, and she didn't like that too. Oh, God. I'm almost positive. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head what she didn't like about it. I think she said it was weird and like just not good. And I was like, "What about the music?" And she's like, "No, I didn't like that either." Yeah. And at that point, my head was going to explode, so I had to like go somewhere else. Right. But yeah, Tori, if you're listening, I love you. But I mean, we just we have to like we have to do some reflection. Yeah. They got a kid now. Like Tori, yeah. you need to. I know Bryce is going to do it right. Bryce yeah. is going to show mercy. The, the movie right but we're good yeah. but like Tori just i don't know yeah but yeah shout out to bryce hope you're feeling better buddy that's all i got dude you got anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up oh i, I think that's it i feel like we talked we talked about a lot where's this movie for you what do you mean i mean just in your overall like it, does it in your life like, is it something you, 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 you watch often? Is it something if you had to, I know you're not a big list guy. If you had to put it in a list, I don't know. Like, what does it mean to you? I know that, you know, it's kind of off topic and we didn't talk about this. I'm just curious on, cause I know you, you, you love it. I know you genuinely yeah. like care about it as much as I do. So I'm just right. curious. Cause I don't know that we've done a pod where you've. Uh, again, I know you 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 know you ride hard for Starship Troopers. I know they fly, but I think this might be separate, like a little yeah, bit different, this is different than that. So yeah. I'm just trying to understand like where it's at for you. Right? Is, is it Back to the Future three? Oh, man,
1: mm, they're they're very different movies for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I can you know even begin to compare. Okay. Back to the Future one through three. Okay. Um, through this to this movie because yeah, I think there is. I, in general, I have like no nostalgia. I mean, you know this about me. I don't have like, like I have nostalgia for times.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't have nostalgia for like things. I don't, I disagree with that, but that's fine. With things? You think so? Yeah, I think you have nostalgia for things. I mean, we talk about Red Dead Redemption, for instance, the first one, or the second one.
1: The well, first I guess
0: it would be Red Dead Redemption would be this. the second in the trilogy, but the first Red Dead Redemption. Yes. You seem to be nostalgic about that. I There's do. There's things that you're nostalgic about that are... Video games, TV, movies—like I, I think that I think that there are there. Those are for me though. Those are times though. That, that's okay. like that's yeah. anecdotal. I mean, it's you can, you can I guess anecdotal is not the right word. You can you can say it's not things. You can say it's it's events or or times like periods in your life. But it's it's because of a thing.
1: Okay, sure. Let's go. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> um, but but yeah, for for whatever reason, this. This time, I think rather this movie just kind of like reminds me of like, again, obviously the holidays and and the stuff that we talked about earlier. And so, uh, you know, I I really just I really enjoy that aspect of it. I really enjoy, you know, we also kind of started talking about this, the. You know jack and his whole like self-discovery thing of like you know this uh experience that he goes through thinking like grass is greener on somewhere you know on the other side like i need something else but like he has everything that he needs um he just had to like kind of go through this this learning experience do you think that's the the
0: lesson of the movie um So, so for me the lesson of the movie is be grateful for what you have yeah and embrace like the talent you have and be great at what you have yeah yeah I mean, I mean, it's very, it's very simple. But yeah. I think there's other looking at, you know, reading stuff on the internet. There's a bunch of different ways to interpret that. Right. This movie. But I think for me, that's how I interpret it. Right. No, I, I like that. I like that interpretation.
1: But yeah, I mean, I guess however you interpret it, there being just like a story, like, um, and, and some kind of like learning experience that happens with Jack. I like, I like that that kind of like element of the movie. Right. In addition to just it being again so unique like there's no other movie really that you can point to that looks or sounds that's kind of just like like this yeah
0: it's it's very unique and so yeah i don't know it's got like a it's got a special place all right i mean it definitely it's the only movie when we when we created our what movies to watch at halloween and christmas time it's the only one that's on both hmm. So i think that's all i have to say about it yeah and that's all i have to say about that right <laughs> all right buddy uh thanks for being on as for always sure. i enjoy it you're the best thanks for schlepping your ass schlepping schlepping anyways yeah thanks for making the trek from the greater bay area Mm -hmm. down to my neck of the woods i appreciate it uh what's next i don't know i don't know we got a lot we've got a lot lot we got one in the can already that's going to come out yeah i think we're going to do a special end of the year edition for probably the most recent movie that we're going to do right right yeah we don't want to talk about it we want to announce it i I don't know maybe if you want to just maybe tease it
1: For, for, like, Nick who's listening. <laughs>
0: right. For only Nick. Yeah. Um, I will tease it this way. So, it is was our favorite movie of this year, and it's a very quiet movie. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. I'm in. Thanks for being on. Yep. All right. As always, I want to thank you guys for joining me. Thanks, Damien, for being on. The Morning Geekdom is available on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Make sure you like, review, rate, tell a friend, tell a 100 friends. We'll see you next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.